Bombs. Welcome back to Strip Down. I'm so excited because today I have such an exciting guest with me. She's a friend. She's a fellow podcaster. She's a comedian. She's doing a lot, um, and she looks fabulous. I mean, I know it looks great for a podcast since you can't see, but we'll, we'll take a picture and I'll post it on my stories. <laughs> welcome, Rachel O'Brien. Thanks for having me. You're welcome. Thanks for coming to my house. I, I appreciate the going, trek. Yeah, I love being in a real house. It's so nice. I'm so <laughs> envious of space and central AC and laundry. <laughs> it's, it's so funny. Everyone will say that, and then me, I'm like, oh, it feels like really a lot some days and there's a lot of laundry like right now there's piles of laundry mm-hmm. and I just put all the laundry away and somehow yeah, but you don't have to walk down into a basement and do it that's nice life is green <laughs> other side oh yeah. it's right it's yeah. like and that's why I told you I wanted you to come on today because I was like first off I haven't seen you so I wanted to catch I up know. with you what's not better just doing it on my podcast and we said like let's just talk about like our lives mm-hmm. we have so much going on and the balance is like crazy for both of us mom life versus non-mom life yeah. and just all our different struggles and I was yeah. like, let's do it. I'm here for I'm it. I'm gonna say yours is definitely more stressful. You have a you have a human life you have to take care of. Like I always think that oh, oh my god, the cat just jumped <sighs> fully over that fence. It's freaked funny. me out. Everybody has that same reaction. My cat just I like, literally was like, there's a wild animal in here. I mean, there are it's pretty much like a wild circus in my house all the time. So just fair warning. But no, it's so funny. Everyone has that same reaction. Like mm-hmm. just to, you know, give my listeners a little like uh, a picture, I guess. In my house, I have like a gate for Amelia, obviously, because she's walking all over. She's mm-hmm. trying to get out everywhere, escape, everything. So the cat has learned how to jump. It was pretty impressive. That was like an Olympic hurdle jump. Yes, him yeah. and the other ones. We have two. Yeah. Ferragamo and Dolce. They just, yeah, I know. Everyone's always subtle like, names. subtle names. Yeah. Very subtle. They just jump over the gate like nothing. Like, they're just like, okay, see ya. And I think it's because of her. Because yeah. I see her coming towards them and they're like, oh, bye. Don't want to be part of that. Ferragamo and Dolce are such like pretty setting names. But if you went with like Target or like <laughs> Walmart, it's like Wouldn't be so ones. pretty. Yeah. I know. Well, it was funny. Like when we got them, I was like, obviously in my celebrity styling game. Mm-hmm. And I was like, okay, I have to have very fashionable cats. And they look pretty fabulous. Yeah. They're Siberians, like long hair. Gorgeous. So I'm like, okay, what can be fabulous? And Justin's like, I don't know, but try not to go so frou-frou. And I'm like, okay, yeah. And I'm like, let's see. Ferragamo, I, Justin, it was so funny. He's like, oh, well, there's a quarterback named Ferragamo, so I can get on board with that. All right. Like, oh, yeah. Perfect. Okay, sure. Tell yourself yeah. that. <laughs> so whenever someone's like, nice cat Ferragamo, he's like, yeah, you know the uh, quarterback? And I'm like, yeah, sure. <laughs> Your like, wife's sure, sure, sure. sure, yeah. <laughs> That's so funny. And then Dolce was just like, I wanted Dolce and Gabbana. And he mm-hmm. was like, just Dolce. Dolce is a cute name. It is Dolce. It's cute. Yeah. But really it cute. was like more tolerable for him. And then when Oscar came later on, uh-huh. I wanted him to be like Emilio Pucci or like. Okay. <laughs> too, too far. Too I far. Know. I wanted like, I was like, um, I, Isaac Mizrahi. Like I had all these names. And he was like, no. I actually know a family from the town I'm from um, where all of their so not their their actual names, like the kids that were my age. They're, they've all had, like, daughters and sons. Now they're Bentley, Porsche, oh God, Lexus. Stop. I'm like, oh, no, 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 no. That's hilarious. <laughs> yeah, let's not. I, so Oscar came because it was like, okay, what's something that's, like, easy but still somewhat fashionable? Mm-hmm. And Justin was like, well, Oscar I can get on board with because it could be Oscar for the red carpet or Oscar de la Renta, but it could also just be Oscar. And yeah. I was like, I wouldn't okay. have even picked up on that then. It's like, yeah. Right. So I was like, okay, 
I can deal with that. But I really wanted to name him. This like, is Gucci. this is husband wife compromise. I know this, this is the stuff you guys fight about. <laughs> totally stuff we fight about. And then don't oh, forget it when 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 I was pregnant, it uh-huh. was like I actually was really thankful. Of course, I wanted to grow secretly, but I was actually really thankful as a girl because I knew it would be after my grandmother who passed away. Mm-hmm. And her name's Amelia, and so Justin was. I love that name. Thank you. Justin was one hundred percent on board with that because he's mm-hmm. like, of course, he loved my grandma. He loved the sentiment. Was your grandma Amelia Earhart? No, everybody <laughs> says that, and I'm like, ooh, maybe, no. But I mean, hey, some people think that when they hear Amelia's name, and I'm like, hey, not a bad thing to associate not it with, Why not? you know? But Justin was like, what are we going to name if it's a boy before we knew it was a girl? Mm-hmm. And our names were, like, he wanted Charlie. I wanted, like, Bryson. That's like, cute. Well, I think both are cute. Oh, see, you don't, don't like, like Charlie? No, I like, cute. see, but I like funky, like, I like more vintage, funky, different yeah. names, you know? And it was funny because this is so, so like, this, this sounds so corny, but, like, we like country music together. We kind of, like, uh-huh. hooked That's up, fell in love on country. I love country. You do? Who doesn't okay. love country? Can I tell you, you're, like, one of my only friends that likes country. Really? Yes. Most of my friends make fun of me. They're, like, you, like, what? I feel like a lot of my, but I'm also from a, so if it's, like, hometown friends, I'm from right. a small town, they all love country, but, like, Brittany, you know, from Vanderpump, yeah. she mm-hmm. loves country. Mm-hmm. I mean, I feel like I have a lot of friends that do. That's nice. I yeah. Do. I really? need to join that group. Yeah, you need you need like, to you need to fire those friends. Right? I, they don't like, sound very they nice. They all make fun of me. They're like, "Why do you like country?" I'm like, "Are you kidding? It like uplifts me. It makes yeah. me feel good." It's when like I'm the like best having... summer playlist is country. It is. Mm-hmm. Yes. And when Justin and I first started like dating and hooking up, met like everything, like that was our like thing we had in common. Yeah. We didn't have much in common, so don't. So it was like, wait, for real? Yeah. No, you did... we don't. No, we joke all the time that truly we think the only love, the only thing in common that we have is a love for each other. And now it's a love for our daughter. Oh my God. So do you think opposites attract them? Do you think that's a good thing that you guys don't have a lot in common? There this is fascinating where, to me. There are days where I feel like it makes things so much more fun and like, so like, oh, you're so different. I'm so different. And there's days where I'm like, why the hell did we marry each other? It is crazy. Actually, you don't link up. I don't link up. You think I'm crazy because I'm so creative. I think you're crazy because you're so grounded. Like, yeah. it's definitely, it's a yin and yang. I guess my sure. parents didn't have a lot in common either. I mean, like my dad's real outdoorsy and like oh, frankly yeah, like he would probably below. be we'll yeah. on strip. He yeah. would live in the wild. Yeah, people. my dad Don't would be to totally fine with that. And <laughs> yeah. my mom's like real bougie same. and like my yes. dad wouldn't even buy new clothes if she didn't buy them for him. Like right. he would wear the same clothes oh, that he's no, worn same. his entire Justin's life. Like, can I go on Amazon? And I'm like, for what? And he's like, Well, I found these pants for ten bucks. And I'm like, Can I just go to Nordstrom and get you like ten dollar pants to the little cheap? <laughs> yeah, That's just a little, little bit. You although know? I'm a big fan of Forever Twenty One, so who am I kidding? Hey, listen, but there's some pieces you can from Forever Twenty One and you know that they're just those pieces, but just feels like any of his wardrobe unless it's golf like I'll just get off Amazon I'm like no I'll just go to Nordstrom Rack and find you a nice shirt and yeah. you can just think it came from Amazon and it's all good yeah like, it's fine and you look great yeah you know? you're it's a stylist like, like you can't have him wearing $10 Amazon pants thank you yeah you yeah. should see his new purchase of his shorts and Crocs that I just want to oh burn no oh oh shorts and Crocs yeah, no no I no 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 throw mm-hmm. out the window mm-hmm. and I'm like nope. how am I married to you no. I, I am mm-hmm. a stylist like first yeah. and foremost fashion is my passion what what happened <laughs> here what happened here I think that's kind of cute though I also I don't like when guys like know how to dress too much like I like like I like okay. a manly dude no I'm I don't want on that I don't I, I agree with you like I had guys before Justin that uh-huh. I dated that were like we were very similar and yeah. they were like oh dress me oh but and I was like okay now this is a little much now you like yeah. want to spend as much as I do on an outfit and now you want me to like help put you all together yeah, I'm like, no, now I don't, I don't even want to undress you because now this is like over <laughs> yeah and when they take too long to do their hair yes oh, totally the I, metro, I, I'm with you I'm the with last you. guy I dated who I was talked about on the podcast he ended up being a loser oh on, on our thing to say yeah, yeah, last time. Yes. Yeah. But I remember like we were, he was at my house and we were supposed to go to a soccer game 
And we had to drive completely out of the way for him to go back to his house because he forgot his hair gel. I was like, I should have broken oh up God. with him then. I should have absolutely broken. And, and that you is so the sign. You like, and pick up hair gel? Also, just put a hat on. Do something. I don't know. Or just, who cares? Like, or just run your fingers through it and call I it wouldn't day. have, like, I wouldn't have needed to go back right. if I, like, forgot mascara. I just wouldn't have worn makeup. Like, yeah, right. who cares? Call it a day. And right. that is such a sign of, like, someone that's, like, probably a cheater, which he was. Like, they oh, care way too much about what they look like. Yeah, so mm-hmm. narcissistic. Yeah. Oh, I dealt with plenty of those. Yeah. Yeah, where they are just like, I just need to be so into myself. I don't even care about you. And, like, yeah. Yeah. I, that's what, and so that's what I dealt with before. Well, how did you guys even meet, then, if you didn't have anything in common? I know. Everybody says this. So it was really funny. So back in New York, so I had an mm-hmm. apartment right outside of New York City in Hoboken, New Jersey. Mm-hmm. And my best friend, Nicole, and I were my brother was in town we were having like a little mini soiree party whatever at my apartment mm-hmm. and my guy friend Joey was like hey I'm gonna come in and hang out with you guys but I'm gonna bring a friend and I was still kind of like we had I like a boyfriend that you met through friends yeah I know everybody says that and I had kind of this horrible boyfriend situation mud cheater that I was dealing with like yeah I was kind of still purging out of my life in this toxic relationship whatever so I didn't think anything of it I was like sure bring your friend like mm-hmm. I don't care I have a guy and he was like I'm just gonna bring him his name's Justin and I was like sure whatever now I didn't know that Joey had shown a picture of me to Justin and said do you want to go in and hang because he was into my uh, friend which that never happened but he was into her for years and yeah. he would always try to make it happen and so like he comes in trying to like flirt with Nicole and Nicole's like nope shutting it down yeah and Justin's trying to flirt with me and I'm like like who is this guy and he's yeah. like hey I'm Justin and I'm like hey nice to meet you my brother's there my brother's <laughs> being nicer to him than I am so and my brother funny. is like Ali like you know he's cool and I'm like yeah whatever like and I'm texting with this a-hole I won't even say Ugh, his name yeah give him any clout and I'm just like oh hey are we hanging out tomorrow night like an idiot you know and he's like I'm busy you know it's like the whole thing and then this guy's trying to get my attention the typical scene yeah and so anyway, so he keeps hanging like out and trying to talk to me and get to mm-hmm. know me. And I'm just like, oh, yeah, no, you're cool. Like, sure, we can hang out as friends sometime. Tries to get my number when he's leaving. And I'm like, no, won't give my number. I was, <laughs> he tell, he'll tell everyone, like, I was a bitch. Like, I was like, no, yeah. I'm not interested. Like, Which just made him like you more, I'm right, sure. Right, I'm sure. And I was just like, nope, sorry. And he's like, well, you know, like, do you want to have a drink with me? And I was like, no, I'm, I, I'm good. You know, like, totally just, nope, not happening. Yeah. And then he messages me, like, a week later on good old AIM. Uh-huh. And it's like, you know, the username pops up and, like, it's not who you have on your list. So it's like, hey, Jack, something wants to message you. And I'm yeah. like, who is this? And then I'm like, accept. And it's like, hey, it's Justin. And I'm like, oh, shit. God damn it. <laughs> right. And I'm like, there you are. You know? And I'm like, hey, what's up? And he's like, hey, I wanted to ask Joey for your number, but I wanted to like at least message you and let you know yeah. I'm going to ask Joey for your number. And I was like, you just like won't let me be. And he's Yeah, like, you're like, you also asked me for my number. Right. And I said, no. <laughs> Thank so you. what makes you think that I want to give it to you now? <laughs> What's changed? You thought maybe a week time. Yeah, I had some yeah. time to think. You were thinking about him constantly. Right. You know, and I was like, I kind of have a guy situation going on. He's like, yeah, I've heard that's kind of drama. Like, why don't you like hang out with me? And I yeah. was like, whoa, the ball's on you that you're just like so confident. Isn't it so funny that guys think that? That's like, I have a funny story for you yes. after you finish oh, good. this. And so he, so he's like, well, just hang out with me. And I was like, no. So I shut him down again. He gets my number anyways, texts me. I'm like, OMG, like he is persistent. Yeah. So I text him back and I'm like, hey, maybe like on a rainy day, we'll chill. Try to basically tell him like, yeah. not interested right now, but mm-hmm. like, I'll, you know, I'll get back to you if something doesn't play out with this guy. <laughs> if I don't have a better offer. Right, pretty much, which is terrible. So yeah. the following week, my girlfriends and I, I find out this guy's cheating on me again. My girlfriend's going through some stuff with her guy. We're like, you know what? We're going to Costa Rica. We get like a last minute, like, oh, my, best trip ever. Oh, I love Girls that. Girls trip, like, 
Came, like last minute, got our flights, you know, mm-hmm. found the like, you know, book VIP, super cheap, like got our tickets, got our hotel for like, you know, a couple hundred bucks. We're like, that's it. We're going for the weekend. Left to Costa Rica. We're like, goodbye boys. Had a girls trip. Had so much fun. So drank fun. too much. You know, whole thing. Yeah. And I get back and I'm like, oh, he's totally my guy that I'm dating. Oh, he's totally going to text me because I haven't talked to him in a week and I've been in Costa Rica. Yeah. No text, no calls. And I'm like, yo, this guy is a, you know, an a-hole. Yeah. And where are my texts? All Justin. Hey, I haven't heard from you. Do you want to get a drink uh, still? And I'm like, oh my gosh. My friends are like, you're an idiot if you don't want yeah, to Yeah, I wonder, I wonder if the other guy had, had a, hadn't have been treating you like such shit. If right. you would have even thought, thought to. Isn't that crazy? Because you put the juxtaposition of like, oh, I'm insane right now. This right. guy's treating me like shit. This guy's yes. treating me like gold. Like, what am I doing? Right. I need to date someone that's nice to me. Yes. Yeah. So, so funny you say that. So I, I kind of wonder myself, like what I've ever even, and my friends were like, if you don't go for him, I will. Like you need, like you need to mm-hmm. just hang out with him. He keeps hitting you up. And he's handsome. And he was, and he was in his prime back then, yeah. you know, <laughs> he's still handsome now. But like back then it was like, it wasn't about that. I always thought he was hot, but I was yeah. just like, I'm not into you. Like I'm just yeah. not attracted to you because I was attracted to an a-hole. Yeah. Who was like a narcissist and everything else. He didn't even hold the door for me. And I was like, oh, I'm obsessed with you for whatever reason, you know? So terrible. So sad that we it, do that to ourselves. So terrible. Yeah. So anyways, long story short, we went out to dinner and that night we just clicked. We went to a stupid bar and like had like burgers and drinks, like Mm -hmm. nothing special, but we were just like talking and just having laughs and like fun conversations about like nothing, like just stupid, like, oh, it's time to your family, like just like normal stuff. Nothing like that I would say made us like come together. Yeah. But for whatever reason, we just had so much fun together. And that night he came back to my place. We didn't sleep together. Had some fun, whatever. I basically texted the guy that night because I wasn't technically cheating and was like, hey, I'm done. Like, I'm, I'm moving on kind of yeah. thing. Of course, then he blew up my phone the next morning. That was a whole other thing. But he stayed over. We had mm-hmm. fun, whatever. And he was like, he said to me, he's like, you know, why are you like dealing with all this drama with this other guy? Like, you're worth so much more. Like, you're such a beautiful girl. And he was Aww. so honest. And I was like, whoa, you're a little much. Not going to lie. And he's yeah. like, I just tell it how it is. Like, you either like it or you don't. And yeah. I was like, yeah, clearly. And it, that's kind of just like where it started. And like, my parents were like, wait, so what happened to the other guy? Now you're hanging out with this guy, Justin. Did you guys like, start dating really quickly? Very quickly. Like, within two weeks, he was at my place like almost every night for dinner, bringing like yeah. over like, you know, Thai food. We sit on the floor and eat dinner and hang out and get to know each other. Then I went up and took the train because he was living with his parents. Uh-huh. I would take the train like up to him and like hang out with him. And it was funny. He's from my home, like hometown. Like, we're like, our hometowns are like next to each other. Like, we're in the same hometown oh but we whoa. were like yeah so i was in monroe woodbury and he was in suffern uh-huh. and those are towns that are like very quick 20 minutes apart like three exits are you guys the same age would you have known each other growing up so we kind of wonder because our friends apparently all knew each other growing up like in our circle like such a cute story <laughs> thank you but we never knew each other we kind of yeah. wonder if maybe we met at parties but like thank god didn't actually hook up or hang out because probably would have never worked out now yeah because of, like i probably would have ruined it because i had so many terrible relationships yeah <laughs> Whereas he only dated like a few girls. Like I guess he was way more monogamous than yeah. I was. So <laughs> I probably wouldn't have been his cup of tea back then. Yeah. And so, but yeah, no, we've had those conversations. And the weird thing is, is when we actually like got married and the whole thing, we started talking to our families and everything. Mm-hmm. Our families started connecting the dots and they were like, oh, well, you know, your aunt knew like my aunt here at this school. And like, it was That's just crazy. Yeah. And then it gets even weirder. So when my, my grandma was talking about Amelia, uh-huh. she was a nurse for many years with her now boyfriend 
boyfriend who's passed who was a doctor and they had like their own practice kind of similar to like Patch Adams uh-huh. their own before Patch Adams was like even a thing and yeah. they had their own like they would help cancer patients that were like dying and like dress up in stupid costumes like really cool stuff oh that's really cool yeah like I mean it's like most ridiculous cool pictures of them like uh-huh. of like them in clown suits and like serving hot dogs to cancer dying patients that like they didn't care it was like the hot dogs them. probably gave them the cancer Ex- so bad. yeah you know, <laughs> you know what I mean it was, like but you know it was like whatever to make yeah. them feel good and like uplift yeah. them and that's what their business was all about and they had this medical practice together and he was a doctor and she was the nurse and so Justin's mom Mary Jane says to me one day when Dodo was on the end of her life and we're all at her house that's what I call my grandmother's Dodo and so we're sitting there with her and she goes did Dodo used to have this practice and and, and we're like yeah and she's like and she pulls out a picture of Justin's of, of Justin's dad's mom his grandma and it's like I feel like Josephine went there because look at this picture and we were trying to like place the oh connection with the dot and my grandma was like you know I kind of vaguely remember Josephine so we don't know for like for a fact fact but like we have a feeling yeah and so Justin's mom believes in like all that stuff with the stars and stuff yeah. and so Mary Jane was like well I think that if anything you were the firstborn and Justin was the firstborn most likely your grandmother and his grandmother were like, having that conversation of like look at my grandchild look at my grandchild and like Probably. who knows like you know so it, it is weird that all these weird synergies around us yeah that we never really but that is probably also why you guys do get along so well is you are from the same sort of area yes. same like you have the same with kind the of same upbringing kind of, yeah for sure and in that sense definitely we have yeah. that same but it's just funny in everything else like you know me styling and fashion and creative and being super like high stressed and he's so like you I mean you saw you, him yeah. like he's he's low stress low like super chill like, yeah doesn't really get affected by much he's very like, well even less- what you were telling me like um before we started recording yeah. is like he's like needs a plan though sort always. of and you're just like I don't know I don't have an answer for yeah, you like that's so always. opposite yeah beyond ups and drives him crazy because he's yeah. like well what do you want to do next month about this? And I'm like, I don't know. Can I get back to you? And he's like, no, we need a plan. Like, you know, and I'm like, I'm trying to be better now that I'm a mom, like with planning, but like, yeah. I'm, I am terrible at planning, yeah. you know? Like, yeah. it's, it's not something that's in me. I'm way more creative. It's like, what comes to me? Like this podcast, it was just like, I think I want to do my own mommy podcast. Mm-hmm. Okay, yeah. What's it going to be called? Like, you know, and he's like, well, what are you doing? And I was like, I think I want to do this. And I started mm-hmm. talking about it in December, but then we put it into action until last month, you know? And it's like, that's how I am. He's like, if he puts something into, you know, mm-hmm. hey, it's going to happen in December, then it's going to happen in December. It's going to be planned out. This is what's happening. Like, he could never fly by the seat of his pants the way I do. Yeah. And maybe I make my life a lot more chaotic because of it, but that's just who I am. That's just the way it works for people. Like, right. that's how your your life operates better for you that way. Right. And he does not. So yeah. we are still, especially as new parents now, finding a balance and like, yeah. How do you manage? Like, I'm very like, this is what I'm doing. And he's like, okay, but again, like, what's the plan? Like, yeah. I'm going to go here today. And then am I meeting you here with Amelia? Or am I going to meet you at home? I'm like, I don't know. I'll call you. I'll let you know. And he's like, I would like a plan, you know? And I'm like, yeah. I'll get back to you later. You know? It's like, <laughs> so we deal with that, like, every day. He's like, like are we still married? You're I like, know. I don't know. I don't, I don't know. know. I'll, I'll, I'll let you know. I'll let you know. Exactly. You know? So it's very... It's very hot and cold. Like I yeah. joke, we really do joke. We're like, we I, we love you, but like I love you, I love you, but like there's definitely even my parents say they're like, you guys are so opposite. Like yeah. very, very. Opposite. Did it get easier or harder once you had a kid? Like, do, did your relationship get better or? It got better in a lot of ways in the sense of we're very much more appreciative of each other now mm-hmm. because we created this human life together and it's like, oh my God, she's amazing. Like you're amazing in that sense. Yeah. And then there's definitely times where it's like, oh my God, you don't understand that like, yes, I get that you work all day, but I work from home all day and mm-hmm. raise a baby and run our household and like I'm the CEO of everything here and mm-hmm. it's crazy. And when you come home, I want to give you Amelia because I need a break and I need a glass of wine. Yeah. And you need a break because you're exhausted from being at a desk all day and yeah. being in the corporate world because of production 
question accounting, you know, mm-hmm. and it's like, so that's hard because I, I need a break. So mm-hmm. does he, and we don't have much help because our families are on the East Coast. So yeah. it really is just us. That except is for hard. Hire and help uh, here and there, which mm-hmm. gets very expensive. Yeah. So it's like, that's really hard. So we have to like check in with each other and like, we're learning now to be like, Justin, like, I'm going to go golf in the morning mm-hmm. and then what do you want to do in the afternoon? And I'll come home and take Amelia. But it's, yeah. And then we have to find like family day because otherwise then I'm just doing my own thing the whole time. He's doing his own thing. And then we're not connecting and hanging out because yeah. the week we work and go to bed. We, do you guys still have, do you try to make like date nights and stuff? We're and do trying that kind of thing? really hard. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's, it's a work in progress. I'm actually really realizing how important it is to truly date your spouse mm-hmm. and working through it. So I actually said to him, I'm like, next month we need to like pick a night and just like go to a movie and just do a date night. Like we did yeah. that when his parents were out here in April, Yeah. but we didn't, we haven't done it since. And it's like, I could feel the tension. It's like, it's time. We need yeah. to just like say too bad on spending for help. Need mm-hmm. to leave her home because we do take her everywhere with us. Yeah. And she's a good baby. Like, yeah. thank God, like I take her to events. Like she's a good baby, which we're very thankful for. But at the same time, it's still, you're still a parent. Like you're still on. Yeah. You don't get to like shut off just because you have them with you at the yeah. event. And or, you need the time of like just you guys together yes. and stuff. And to reconnect and to be like, oh, you were my partner before you were her dad. And mm-hmm. I was her partner and, and my own woman before I was a mom. And that's hard because you get lost in those roles. I, I hate to the thought of like, but it's what I hear this from every couple and every mom and whatever that like everything does sort of take work after a oh, while like so you have much to plan work. the dates yes. you have to like you really do. be good about like even probably having sex oh, like everything. planning all that kind everything. of thing like yes. where it's like it's not just footloose and fancy free anymore right no it's not because because life's not footloose and fancy yeah. free anymore you know uh, yeah. what I mean it's like it's just it's just not you yeah know? and it's like it's like we went away to Temecula for our seven-year wedding anniversary, mm-hmm. and obviously we took Amelia because it would just be too much to spend and have someone watch her for the whole weekend. So we took her, and luckily, I thank God, like right now she's napping because I we sleep trained her. That was yeah. one thing we had in common that we're both terrible people and we don't sleep, and mm-hmm. so we were like, we are going to sleep train her even if it's horrible for the first few months mm-hmm. because we are going to have our lives back, and that was the best thing we could have ever done because she goes to bed at seven thirty, eight o'clock. We know we have the night to ourselves, whether we want to hang out. Yeah, and that's pretty early that we, you can do like yes. couple things yes. then. We'll have dinner together. Mm-hmm. We'll watch like cheer. Like we'll watch a show, mm-hmm. and then like he usually goes and plays a video game or like read something. I go and like do social media usually for work, mm-hmm. you know. And we separate and then go to bed. But it's yeah. like at least we have that time. Yeah. I don't honestly know how some parents do it that their child's up all night and they don't have that time because all they do is try to get that child to bed and just stay Ugh, up with I that couldn't. child. And that's why I also require me, a lot of sleep as a person. So I could. Yes, do that. it does require a sleep as a person. And it requires a person who can just handle that. And I personally oh, yeah. can't. And I couldn't. It's funny because obviously no shame because every mom is different but so many moms have said to me how do you let her you know how did you sleep train how did you let her cry it out it's so horrible and I'm like listen it is but for me the other side of that was me not sleeping and yeah. being a horrible person and there was just I couldn't even think about yeah. it so it was like no nope. you can't even be your whole self no. when you're just literally not getting any sleep no. and that's not going to be you know that's going to be the detriment of your parenting too exactly. and that's how I felt look at all this parenting I know I was like, like what's look at you look at me so much easier so well, much. It's, it's so much easier when you don't actually have the thing to give your opinion on it I know I know nothing about parenting no of course I've never even babysat my niece and nephew when I was gonna ask you have you ever babysat no I don't think maybe like once or twice when I was like a little kid but no no one seems to trust me with their children (laughs) not even my own family Really? Like, I literally don't think I ever babysat my niece and nephew. Wow. No, I haven't. No. But that's fine. That's, that's fine. Good. Yeah. yeah. I, I mean, don't know. I don't know if it's they're worried or... I don't yeah, know. Or maybe they know you are really not, like, in that space that you want to or whatever. I don't know. I think eventually I'll have kids. Yeah. I was going to say, you found, like, one day, like, you, yeah. you would want one. I mean, I'm getting older, though. Like, I should probably, like, figure that out. But You're not that old. No. You, but look, I, you look great. Thank you. 
But I mean, there's also just like an actual like body clock that. Yes, of course. Well, and that's where we're at now. We're yeah. talking about baby number two. And oh, I'm, do you think you're gonna have another? We are gonna have another, but I just don't know. Again, I don't know when he wants a plan because yeah. Mr. Planner, and I'm just like, I don't know. I feel like you just recovered and healed. Thank from you. Your, that's yeah. exactly how I feel. I'm like, I just recovered. I just healed. My body's just slowly starting to come back to where I was. Like, mm-hmm. we'll never be exactly what it used to be because I birthed a human. I have to accept that. Yeah. But you look fantastic. Thank you. I appreciate that. Of course, I look at myself and I'm like, oh, here's this skin and here's that. And Did this, you this, go this. on like a hardcore diet afterwards? Or no. Because you just I have a fast metabolism. I was just eating like a psycho. Oh, that's so nice. No, I no, I did not diet at all. To be honest, like everyone always asks me that, and I honestly think it was a combination of breastfeeding because mm-hmm. in the beginning you gain because you're breastfeeding and you're eating like a psycho so you're literally eating for two and you know feeding this child for to produce yeah. milk but at the end of it all when you kind of like are weaning off and you're like your body starts to realize that you ate so much but now you're nursing so much you mm-hmm. like, in a weird way you burn it off and I don't even know how to I feel like most like first time moms mm-hmm. that I know almost get thinner after their first everyone kid. Everyone says that. Yeah. And that's, and everyone's looking at me and that's what they're saying. Like, Chris Nina, our friend, like he yeah. was, the other day was over here and he was like, you look so skinny. And I was like, I do. And he's like, yeah, you're really yeah, tiny. Really? Yeah. See, and I love you guys because I look in the mirror and I don't see it at all. See, this is the worst. That body dysmorphia. Yeah. I, other day I was literally crying in the mirror going, oh, I don't have this flab. Why don't I have this? Why? And it's like, it's terrible. Like, don't do that to yourself. I know. You got to learn. This is I like the I've done this my entire life. Even when I was like fat when I was a kid, mm-hmm. I can literally block it out and just be like, I'm great. That's I look great. fantastic. I wish I, ha- I wish I had And that. I you know what? It doesn't that. really matter. Like who right. cares? Like no. it really doesn't matter. It like, doesn't. But I don't, and I, I never and, ever used to be, well, in high school, I was like, that was really bad to myself. And I like, it started myself terrible. But like, mm-hmm. I haven't been like that in a long time. And I just think because of becoming a mom, all the new pressures, mm-hmm. I went through postpartum depression pretty heavily. Like all these things that like, I never thought that I would ever go through after having a baby in my mind. I was mm-hmm. gonna pop Amelia out vaginally. That didn't happen, <laughs> and go right back to work. That was mm-hmm. what I thought, and I had no idea that I was gonna go through a massive C-section, a forty-two hour birth, you know, trauma. I can't like, believe no one talks about that. That like giving birth is actually traumatizing. It is traumatizing. And, yeah, and the whole yes. experience, your whole life changes afterwards yes. too. Like, and, that, that's and you're not prepared born. for it. There's like, no training. I, there's no training. Yeah, and there's no conversation. That's why I was like. Okay, hence the name, obviously playing off strip from Bravo, but I truly was like stripped down with Ali Levine about uh-huh. stripping down to the real and raw and like let's talk about these conversations that yeah. nobody's having. And like and even just like yeah, like when people are like, you know, oh my god, like being a mom is the greatest thing that's ever happened to me. I'm like everything's so perfect. It's like right. no, certainly in the back of your head, I bet you miss like or moms miss like your Costa Rica trip with of your girlfriend course. that you were just talking yes. about. Like and I just said to my girlfriend. And you should be allowed just to say that. Like yes, hey, I, I kind of miss you, you should know? be allowed to be the mom who says I'm obsessed with my child, yeah. but also I miss wine nights with my girlfriend. Yeah, doesn't make you a bad mom. Not at all. Like that just makes you human. Mm-hmm. Like, and I agree with you. And I honestly, well, that's had, what that's what tortures people, and that's what people get depressed is because they feel like they have to pretend like they yes. don't feel the way that they do. Yep. So then they just bury it and bury it. It's like just say it. Yep. Just say it. You know, get talk it about it. Yeah. I know, and that's what I've been trying to do. Even on my social media too. I'm like, hey, this is what I look like today because mm-hmm. I'm not even pretending like I got myself together. The days that I go somewhere, mm-hmm. I get myself together, and I'm like, hey, I look pretty. But the days that I'm home. Mm-hmm. There's no point. Like I, I love your dress wearing right now, but it's like thank you. It, I, I don't know why I'm actually even dressed up no, right now. It's just because so I just got like this in a the really mail. Cute floral maxi dress, it's super pretty. But it's <laughs> like and I'm wearing like yoga because that's what I live in these days, like cute yoga clothes. But mm-hmm. for me, like Amelia is eating like crazy and messy. Like she takes her hands and is like mama and puts them on me like within five <laughs> seconds. So it's like oh, so glad I wore that outfit. Now Great. I'm covered in your food. There's yeah. no point. Like yeah. you know, and, and like, that's a very cute outfit. It like oh, matches my 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 yoga esque chic. But like you know, it's like I'm just like. But that's my life, and, mm-hmm. and there's nothing wrong with that. And I have to like come to yeah. acceptance and say, 
I'm not a mom and I dress like that most of the time anyways. Yeah, literally. So it's not just a mom thing. No, it's every, I think every girl loves to just wear yoga pants. Right? It's It's the most comfortable thing. They're so comfortable and they're like flattering. Yeah. Yeah. And you can eat whatever you want in them. I know, right? It's not like so nice. You're like, I still look really cute, but I can just eat food. (laughs) I love food too. I'm with you. It's my favorite thing. What's not to love about food? I don't know. I love to cook. Love everything about it. I don't love to cook. Really? Cooking gives me anxiety. Really? Yeah, I wish. I think that's so funny. Like, it's such a, like, well, I don't truly know how to relax as a person. Like, I don't know how to oh, not I work. I don't know how yeah, to, like, same. just sit and watch TV. Like, yeah, watching TV, TV makes me anxious. I feel oh, like there's so I'm many things you. I could be doing. doing and, and then I'm I also here watching something instead. Yeah, and then I also don't, like, because I don't ever really watch it, when I turn the TV on, I'm very overwhelmed. Like, what do I watch? What yes. are people doing? What is, like, yeah, it makes oh, me so I'm stressed. With you. Justin yells so, all the time. He's like, could you get off your phone if we're going to watch a show I've, together? Every boyfriend I've ever had, yeah. it drives him crazy. Yeah. Like, we'll be, like, watching a movie mm-hmm. and I'm, like, on my phone or, like, yeah. I know. He's like, are you even watching? And I'm like, I am, but I'm just checking. He's like, what are you checking? I don't know. Watching this movie together. And I'm like, I know, but and he's like, Allie, then I'll go do something. And I'm like, okay, fine. And then I put it down, but I'm so bad. Yeah. I do, I check. But for me, cooking is like my form of like, that's relaxation That's to how me. Justin feels. Mm-hmm. And I get anxiety. I like baking. Mm-hmm. I haven't baked in a hot minute because I haven't had time with Amelia. Yeah. But I do, as she gets older, want to like start baking with her. So that's, that's something so I did with my dad. And yeah. we used to like baking contests and we'd win them together in school. And like, oh, that's adorable. Oh, yeah, we were like the baker extraordinaires. So it's so fun. We'd I'm not like, a great baker. Really? Because like, you have to follow instructions See, and I don't like doing that. Everyone tells me this and I don't know why I'm so good because I'm not good with instructions. But somehow, yeah. baking feels creative to me. Yeah. I don't know. Do and you cooking, follow instructions? Yes. Kind of have to, right? Yeah, yeah, you have to. If you don't, something is off. But I yeah. don't know why. That doesn't... And Justin's a terrible baker. He tried to yeah. make cookies once, and I was like, never again. I love you. Thanks. <laughs> Stay in your lane. Stay in your lane. Go back to the but grill. Like, cooking is great. Grilling, cooking, like he's... That's oh nice. God. Does he cook dinner a lot for you guys? Yeah, a lot. But which is obviously stressful, too, because he comes home from work and the last thing he wants to do is prepare a meal. So we do a lot of like Costco, like I put it in the oven. So mm-hmm. it's like just easy for me. I don't think about it. Put the foil on it, put it in for an hour. Done. I can walk yeah. away. deal with Amelia. He comes home and like finishes preparing it, makes a side and we're done. That's nice. Yeah. But he likes to cook and he mm-hmm. likes to, he'll tell you that he likes to cook because he started cooking because out of survival. Because when we first started dating, uh-huh. I was a girl who was just trying, you know, like take out every uh-huh. night or going to a restaurant. He's like, no wonder you're broke. All you do is spend so money expensive. on food. Mm-hmm. And I was like, yeah, but I don't cook. And he's like, you need to start. And I was like, and now it gives me anxiety. And he was like, Allie. So then I would try and I'd make like one dish mm-hmm. and then it would come out horrible. I'm like, never mind. I'm going to go, you know, to Postmates and takeout is so expensive. Like yes. I don't even know the last time I did it. Probably when I was like sick or something. But like, it's so I'll think about it and I'll get on. I'll get on and I'm like, okay, I'll it's just tempting. order something. And then I'm like, no, it's like, yep. there's a delivery fee. It's, it doesn't even taste that good either when right. you get it. It's no, like, it doesn't. And it's, it's just, just a such a waste of money. Mind of yeah. like, there it is. I know. Because if you ever, this sounds so nerdy and I probably would get along with your husband with this. Have you ever like (laughs) taken like, okay, this is how much money I make a month. Cool. If I take out my, you know, bills and then I take 30 days and the rest is there. If I take, there's 30 days in a month. So I divide the rest. That's how much I can spend in a day. If you. Oh, Justin does that every day. It drives me insane. Yeah. But if you literally like ordered takeout every single day, like you're, you're making yourself go broke. Like that's ridiculous. Oh no, Justin literally now brings like food to work with him. Like like our leftovers and Mm -hmm. snack or he'll go get lunch super cheap because he's like, this is crazy. Like we're spending so much money that we don't Mm -hmm. need to spend. Same with me now. Now like I'm super conscious and I'm like, okay, I'll eat this that's in the house and I'll eat that. I won't go out and get this. Like, because it's crazy how much money I literally won't. I mean, I like to go to bed early. So that's also probably why Uh, I don't go out at night for like drinks. But like, if I am going to like have a drink out, like it has to be during happy hour. Like I'm not going to spend $14 on a freaking drink. Especially in LA, it's like crazy. Seven dollars maximum for a drink. Like yeah. that's I'm not gonna do it. I don't blame you. There's it's no like, reason. Oh, all of a sudden you look at your tab and you're like, 
oh, so that was $300 later. Like, like it, it's, it's so dumb. It is. Yeah. And then you wonder why you're, like, stressed the next month because you're like, oh, I guess I spent all that on alcohol. Mm-hmm. Great. Okay. Yeah, that was fun. Yeah, that was fun. Get For a, bottle, a night. Get a right. $3.99 bottle of wine Seriously. from Trader Joe's. That's what we've been doing. Have two glasses of wine before you go out. Have right? one drink out. Exactly. And you save some money. Yeah. <laughs> or if you go to totally just be home, just sit on your couch. Yeah, drink, drink the wine. Yeah. I have two glasses of wine, and I'm, like, sitting pretty. You yeah. Know? I mean, it's like. Seriously. It's just, but it, it is. It's like, but so yeah, Justin. Some and people I, just are really bad with money, though. Like they don't think that stuff through, and then they're I very, con- they're very confused by why they don't have money. Well, you know, it doesn't sound like you are anymore. Well, I'm trying. I'm trying. It's something I'm really working on because it's like even with my own business, I have this conversation yeah. with Justin all the time. Like my business has to make money before I make money and pay myself technically, mm-hmm. and so it's like figuring that out constantly. Yeah. And it's like Justin's like, you have to be better about managing, and I'm like, I'm trying, I'm trying, and it's like it's hard. It's I, hard. I'm not someone who is good with money. Well, it's also hard too when it's like. There's so many things that you can do if you're an entrepreneur yes. or a oh public gosh, figure, so someone in entertainment. There's so many things you can do to make money. Yes. And there's so many different, which is awesome. It's Amazing. so exciting. It it's like, yes. okay. So but many then, hats. But then I'll have a list of like, okay, I need to start a Patreon for my podcast because of this. And then it's like, but then it, at the end of the day, it's like, you can't do everything. And your brain just starts to explode. I'm like, That's how I, I can't. Last night. I was having a, I don't, expo- I was having an explosive meltdown. Yeah. I went to And then you don't feel like you're Instagram. doing enough. You're like, yeah. oh, because I could be doing right. all these things, but there's only so much time in a day. Right. And, yeah. and there's only so much time in a day, whether you're a mom or not. It's yeah. the same 24 hours for everyone. Mm-hmm. Like, it's just, that's what it is. And yeah. it's like, you work with those hours and that's it. Mm-hmm. And like, for me now, like, I mean, I used to take two naps a day. So I knew those two naps were for me and I could get things done. Mm-hmm. Now, because she's a little older, they transitioned to one nap. So mm-hmm. now I'm learning how to work through one nap. Which yeah. Which is even harder because Can then you she's work like, when she's just like hanging around? I do. She'll play on her mat. Like, I, yeah. I try to teach her a lot of independent play. So mm-hmm. she's really good. Of course, when she's teething or she's having a bad day, like yesterday, she was just hanging on me mama 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 Aww. i know and it's like my heart breaks yeah and i'm like how do i not give you attention because you're crying for me yeah. and I, then again the mom guilt soaks in and i'm mm-hmm. like i feel like a bad mom because you want my attention i'm trying to post and like yeah the struggle is God, real. that is so hard you know it's it's really i feel hard. like i'm gonna be such a codependent mom where i'm just like always because that's it's how i was hard. raised too like right. my parents were so hands-on yeah. so like my mom still is my mom oh, my still, parents too my parents I, are the reason why i'm wearing on. this dress is because my mom sent it to me <laughs> in the mail love that? yeah I she's know. so sweet yep. like she just wants yep. her kids to have the best life yep. that's all she freaking cares yep. about mm-hmm. and i know i'm gonna be the same way oh yeah no my parents are the same all the time I and mean, my parents have to get into this house like i mean that my parents same way too they're like what can we do to alleviate things what can we do to help how can we do this how can we do that and it's like Ugh, it's, it's so nice it's to hear it's we're very lucky because a lot of people don't have that a lot of people don't have that mm-hmm. and it's like being able to say like oh my god I'm so grateful that I still have that support mm-hmm. and I still have parents who like want to be involved and then of course at the other side of the coin where it's like sometimes you're too involved and like yeah. my parents want to tell me how to raise sometimes Amelia and I'm yeah. like I'm the mom yeah. I appreciate your advice because yes you are wise and uh-huh. you raised three kids but I need to figure it out for myself and I'm a new mom yeah. and like you know and it's like drives them it's crazy so sometimes funny. because they're like okay you can switch her to this and I'm like I need to figure it out and I need to, and I'm a researcher so yeah. like, I research everything for that's hours great. on end and yeah. it makes some people crazy because they're like well why aren't you and I'm like no 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 I didn't research that yet I'm not she's not yeah. transitioning like she hasn't gone to regular milk yet because yeah. I haven't done enough research to figure out I think out, that's really smart thank you to mm-hmm. figure out what I want to put her on yet. yeah there's goat milk there's this milk there's grass milk like then again do you no ever idea. think like okay there's a bunch of people that were raised in like the 60s and 70s or whatever and any era right. and, and like they're fine, they're fine. yes like you've no have, one overthought I have a it a lot of those yeah back and forth. am I overanalyzing am I not overanalyzing like yeah the mom thing is real man oh like, my god just... I feel like I'm gonna be so intense <laughs> I feel like I am so intense like I, I research but you're a good mom every... thank you I research everything because I want the best for her not yeah. that any other mom doesn't like however they do things but like for me in my mind mm-hmm 
that's doing the best for her. Being able to literally turn to anyone and be like, well, I did hundreds of hours of research on this and this is why I feel like yeah. this. You know what I mean? And know that that's, like for me, people are like, why are you still breastfeeding? She's 14 and a half months. And I'm like, mm-hmm. you know what? She still nurses. Like she hasn't weaned herself off. Mm-hmm. I now almost like, sounds horrible. I'm like not ready for her because I like the bonding time. Yeah. And I told me it was weak. <laughs> Bonus. Oh, shit. Yeah. yeah I would no, stop. People, people <laughs> seriously, my doctor is like, you know, no matter what anybody says, like, yeah. Science behind the fact of not only how people lose weight, but there's something about the way, like, because of the way of nursing is like, I don't know how to explain it, but the, the shrinkage inside of like your organs and what's going on with like your stomach and everything when you're healing, that uh-huh. the more your breast feeds of something that they're sending to your system, that's it's awesome. Telling your body to shrink because it's something, it's a, something with the way the, it's crazy, but I it's the way we feed our baby. I'm gonna be so skinny. <laughs> Maybe I'll finally have abs or something. Could you imagine? All of a sudden you're like, hey, I got abs because I was breastfeeding. Oh my God, that's amazing. (laughs) You know, it's like, it's crazy. And it's like, for me, I only in the last few months started to see this because for me, it was really taking time. And I had a C-section and my stomach was really not like Mm -hmm. working through. And then I did some work with um, a company called Body Contours where they do like um, a non-invasive, it's like an ultra red light and Mm -hmm. it helps like, basically it helps tell your fat to dump in a safe way because I researched it with breastfeeding and everything and it's Mm -hmm. like non-invasive in the light basically tells your body bump this fat because mm-hmm. what happens a lot of times with moms that they don't know is that after they have a c-section and a vaginal birth where it's traumatic the body then out of stress holds, holds. on to it. yep mm-hmm. that makes a lot of sense yeah and you know what's crazy is i have to talk about chris for a second because we're both friends with chris medina mm-hmm. when he came over to see me like probably like a month or so after amelia was born to meet amelia and to see me and how i was doing and he's yeah. so sweet to check on me he's the sweetest he's just the sweetest he was like babe i don't want to tell you what to do and like this is brand new for you and i'm just just giving you something i'm reading off you and i was like okay he's like you need to start letting go of all the trauma and stress and i was like what he was like, I'm looking at your stomach and I'm literally seeing, because you know his energy and everything, mm-hmm. he's like, I'm literally seeing stress. Like, I'm literally just seeing just holes and it's wow. holding your fat, holding the body. And I was like, what? And I really didn't get it being so early in the yeah. beginning of motherhood. But then after months of like still not being able to mm-hmm. shed it, even Justin was like, you're losing the weight everywhere else, but your stomach is just holding it. And like, it almost doesn't make sense. And that's But isn't I, that where, well, when like cortisol or stress, like it's where yes, that goes? Correct. Yeah. And you have visceral fat that holds and sacral fat that holds and all these things that like, again, nobody tells you mm-hmm. and then especially after a c-section and they cut you open and your abs don't come back together it's a whole you know i thought that they um they used to cut through the ab muscle but i thought that they pulled them apart now so they you, they can still they do but they still they don't ever go back to normal i mean some people do apparently so lucky me. people that genetically probably have good stomachs anyways, i'm sure so, which yeah. i don't yeah and for me unfortunately i didn't um, mean to say yes and like but i'm no, the same way where no, like it's yes. like yeah some people there's like, some people have great who genetics can, yeah just that, in general yeah and some people don't yeah it, like skin like body like whatever it is you yeah. know and so it's like for me i went through a c-section on top of that i also had uh, it's called diastasis uh, recti What's that? or recti i always say it wrong it's basically what it means is that which i didn't even know i had until after i got like a postpartum checkup my doctor was like oh we're dealing with diastasis recti and i was like oh what is, what is that oh what is it it's a when your abs don't know how to come back together because there's no muscle memory is it because you didn't have like muscle before no because i had muscle before it's sometimes a fluke it just in your body that just doesn't register hey i should come back together so like if you feel and there's no way for but if you feel my stomach right here you can it's feel hard like it, though like you it's have hard abs. but if you feel here you could feel the gap you feel like i know what's the great for a podcast you feel the gap 
Not really. Okay, I can. Because it's because it's you have it a pretty hard. hard stomach. I do yeah. have a hard stomach. Yeah, you're because lucky. my muscles, I still like that maintained. But yeah. The actual whole like, is there a way for them to get to train to go back together? Is there a, a workout lots you can of do? Work. So I've been mm-hmm. trying to do like different workouts. Yeah. I actually just started talking to this mom who has like a postpartum rehabilitation like service. She's gonna I'm gonna try to work with her and like mm-hmm. do. Uh, she's like in slow, so do like remote videos and have mm-hmm. her show me different things and I have nice. her on my podcast. Yeah. To help moms with this, but like she's like nobody talks about this and like how are you supposed to know and yeah. you know and it's like crazy and I'm like what is that I have what and how did that happen and someone else told me well, maybe it's because I did cool sculpting a year ago which like of course uh, when that was a trend I was like yeah I want to do that because I was not in space to have a baby and I just mm-hmm. wanted a flat stomach and sick yeah. abs and look hot on Instagram all the things that are stupid yeah and I was like yeah I want you know cool sculpting and I got to do it with a brand so it was you know trade mm-hmm. and now I'm like oh great probably never should have done cool sculpting because that yeah I don't I don't me. think I believe in that stuff like no, I don't well, believe in like lipo or anything like, Anyone right. I know have known that has gotten lipo, mm-hmm. they gain if they gain any weight again, it goes back in a weird place. Like they yes. get like weird back because the body doesn't know what to do with it. Yeah, the body I do not believe does, in it. Does not know what to do with it. Mm-hmm. And so for me, again, I was not in a place of thinking, hey, I'm gonna get pregnant. So why would I care about what was gonna happen with my body? Because to me, it was like I just want to look hot. I'm going to events. I yeah. want to sculpt my stomach. Let's do it, you yeah. know? And I didn't think when I got pregnant, like, I didn't even tell my doctor I did cool sculpting because I didn't think anything of it. You yeah. Know? It was like something I did months ago and my stomach was flat, so who cared? And yeah. I was hot on, you know, stripped on Bravo yeah. and flat stomachs. <laughs> you know what I mean? It, it like, looked great then. Priorities, <laughs> you know? <It> like, <laughs> I think your body's bouncing back, though. Like, you Thank literally you. feels like you have abs. <sighs> it's starting to slowly get there, and I'm like, please. Like, if you were to touch my stomach, your finger would get lost a little <laughs> bit somewhere. <laughs> It doesn't look that way. But I mean, but also I really do believe in what I just did with body contours because that's mm-hmm. the only thing I've actually seen results from. And I think it's because it is non-invasive. It is a red light that literally what it does is it sends a signal to yeah. your body to dump that fat that it's holding. Mm-hmm. So for me, I was really lucky. They worked with me and they were like, you know, they wanted to show other moms how mm-hmm. to bring them in. I had all these different people come in and check it out and get to see results too. Yeah. And they did different things with me every week. And they were like, okay, you can see here that this is not shedding. So now we're going to work on this area and we're going to put the light here. And like I started to see, I can see that working. Yeah. Yes, and not to be totally gross, but to be like real, you can see it in the toilet. So yeah, you can't BS you. Like you can see the oil, like what's holding. oh interesting. I was telling Chris this. Literally see the oil like in your in poop because it's coming out of your body. That is That's so interesting. Holding. I want to get it done. Yeah, I'll introduce you. They're yeah. awesome. Um, and it literally just like it's it's right in Studio City, uh-huh. Lake area. Um, it's like literally like you can see the oil and everything. It's shedding. Yeah out of your body that's so because cool. of it so I do think it's a combination of breastfeeding and the fact that I did that because mm-hmm. I did like 10 9 10 sessions with them and then also breastfeeding is that, are you done with it now you I'm don't need it anymore it yeah I asked them and they were like you could do it more but like since you're seeing the shedding like you should be fine and if you need to do like a maintenance later on did yeah, you like, lose like a certain like uh, I lost like pounds? Six, yeah six and a half pounds and seven and three quarter inches and they showed me like they measured me and oh got my me god I want to do this is it expensive it's not bad and I can get you a discount the first session's like 60% off off me will you please yes of course oh my God, that's amazing. Yeah, yeah. And for anyone else listening, I'll, I'll put it in the show notes. It's called Body Contours. Okay. You just mentioned really, mentioned my name, Allie, but I'll tell them directly okay. for you. Cool. Yeah. But I mean, I was like blown away. And honestly, after cool sculpting everything, I was like, oh, here we go, another BS thing. And so when they asked me as an influencer to like go check it out as well and work mm-hmm. with them, I was like, I need to experience this and make sure before I send other moms yeah, in yeah. that this is legit. Mm-hmm. And they were like, no, 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 we'll show you. And we'll, they measured, they um, marked my stomach to show me like where everything was measuring, to show me how I was losing. I mean, you can't make it up. That's so cool. Yeah, I to, I'm like, I have to show you oh, my, my God. as we're talking. I'm like, somewhere. You just gave and, them a good free ad. Because I know. I'm I didn't even so mean to, to be right honest. Now. I'm like, 
I mean, I have to show you this picture. I'll have to put it on my stories, but people are going to be like, what are you talking about with it's this? It's incredible. But this, I'll have to show you. I'm like, where is this picture? They I feel like there's a, certain, I mean, it's totally different, but I feel like there's like certain probiotics that you can take too that really I've help with that kind that. of thing. I've heard that. You know, I never got into probiotics and I kind of wish I did. I'm actually, I have a new sponsor actually that sent, that sent me some. It's is Hum it Nutrition. Stuff? Yeah. And I feel like my stomach is significantly flatter from taking these probiotics they really? sent me. What mm-hmm. is it about probiotics exactly that uh, you know? I think it's like, it's digestive enzymes, sort of like the... Um, I don't know. I think it, it just makes you a more regular okay, too. Here you go. I'm gonna put this on my story. That was my body when I had Amelia, and that yeah, look at that. I know her, oh, her mouth is open. My by the way. God. Yeah, I'm not kidding. It's no, you can't make that up. You can't. You look like it gave you abs for real. I know. I told them that. I was like, but I think it's because my abs were hidden. Oh my you know god. What I mean? That is a. And how how long did this take? Nine sessions. Wait, over the, oh, like what, once a week. Oh yeah, once a week. But also for me, as I told me, it that's happened in way, nine weeks. Yes, nine treatments. But you need to put that on your your Instagram. Really? That's insane. So yeah. I I was talking to them about this. I know I'm really great for a pocket, but I was telling them about, because if like if you look at it, I mean I'm super pudgy. You can even see my legs, how much bigger, like everything. Because we did my legs, my stomach, uh-huh. my back, everything. And they even said to me, they're like, listen, this should have taken five to six sessions. They straight up asked me, they're like, have you done anything before your pregnancy? And I was like, I did cool sculpting. And they were like, bingo. And I was like, what? And the owner of this place, he's uh-huh. like very against cool sculpting and what you said with lipo and everything, which yeah. is why he's all about body contours and ultra slim and doing the red light. And he was like, listen, he's like, cool sculpting and all that literally like infuses your body. It destroys the fat cells. So when it come back, they don't know what to do. So they just mm-hmm. go wherever they want. Yeah. And that's like the worst thing you can do with your body. And Jeez. I was like, great. Wish I knew you beforehand. That's crazy. Isn't that crazy? So it normally so, only takes six sessions? Yeah. It's like everyone's different. So they'll evaluate you and they'll say, hey, this is what's holding for you. Or this is the fat that's probably there. And they do a whole body composition like test and mm-hmm. index with a machine they have. And it's all non-invasive. It's pretty amazing. And so for me, they were like, we're going to try for six sessions. But we have a feeling by looking at your body and seeing and now knowing about your cool sculpting, it's going to take longer. And it did. And they were right. But I'll tell you what, for what they worked on, crazy. I have to post that. Like, yeah, you have to. It, it's it crazy. Was, it was nuts, and everybody was like, "Whoa!" What are you Did Justin, Justin notice? Yeah, he was like, "Wow!" I'm like, "Yeah, I should send your butt in there." You know, <laughs> so funny. You know, I'm like, "It's it like it, it works." You yeah. Know? So I I was willing to talk about it because I was like, "Well, I saw real results, and still yeah. am." Like, I feel like now that I'm finally like, so does it, back, it will still work afterwards? Yeah. So they were explaining to me because basically it's just telling your body to dump the fat, mm-hmm. so it's not destroying anything. So as long as you keep somewhat active, your body's still responding to the fact yeah. that like you're still dumping the fat oh my god that's amazing yeah i'll, I'll intro you yeah be, i'm you'll sold be obsessed. totally it's, it's, it's you'll be like oh my god I, i'm trying to get chris to go i love him sorry chris i gotta call you out he's such a baby maybe you can take him he was like i'm too afraid what if it hurts i'm like it doesn't hurt i promise i'm the what does it baby. feel I like cry through botox oh like, my god i haven't done botox since before pregnancy but i used to cry through botox can you not get it now because of your breastfeeding, breastfeeding. Mm. Mm. I don't yeah. want to put botulism in the milk. No. <laughs> <laughs> not a good idea, you yeah. know. It's not been tested, so yeah. I won't yeah, do it. Yeah, don't do it. You don't but, need it anyways. Oh, thanks. I, I've been using so many different, like, organic, clean products on my face mm-hmm. right now. I'm all about um, Eminence. I've been using their bamboo fluid because mm-hmm. I learned Ooh. that tree is a natural, it's not botulism, obviously, but yeah. it's a natural, like, firmer that's like a Mm -hmm. form of what they use in botulism that's not a chemical yeah and it's not obviously working overnight but i've been using it for quite a few months and it's starting to like yeah firm my skin i'm all about skincare yeah like i i I, it's shocking to me that there's people that literally like just wash their face and maybe occasionally throw a little neutrogena on there i'm like what 
It makes you, you nuts, need, right? What are you doing? Same. Yes. Well, and I'm totally that a-hole that before I got pregnant, I uh, was that person. I used to just wash my face. I could fall asleep in my makeup. I yeah. would have maybe one breakout. Now? Yeah. Oh, that was another thing after I gave birth. I had cystic acne. I didn't even know what that was. My face was like covered for three months in full-blown acne. I mean, I understand why people get get postpartum, but yes. like where it's just like everything changed. And you hate yourself. Everything changed. Yeah. <laughs> I hated myself. Yeah. I'm not kidding. I, That's I sad. Tell, it is sad, but it's like at the end of the day, you do look at yourself in the mirror, even if you don't have social media, which obviously me being an influencer makes it a lot more magnetizing because then I have to post and I'm like, oh, let me filter the crap out of myself because yeah. I don't like how I look. And, ew, and then you feel guilty because then yes. you're like giving people the wrong impression. Exactly. Yeah. And it becomes a whole cyclic cycle of this like vicious whatever. Yeah. But yeah, no, I mean, that's why people are like, wait, you mean you're depressed? Like you just have this beautiful baby. And I'm like, yes. And I love her and I yeah. adore her. But I don't like myself. Like I don't like I'm what I see. People I are actually surprised they don't get it. Like, I know. Isn't that crazy? There are, I feel like most moms that I talk to have gotten postpartum. Do you know anyone that really didn't? I know some who didn't. didn't. I know some who have more postpartum anxiety now. It's yeah. like hitting them in the toddler stages, which they say happens. Like, you can uh, come in all forms. Yeah. Because at the end of the day, you had a human, like, or you had several human, like, yeah. you know, it's like, and your body, we're supposed to just bounce back and just be back into who we were before. And it's like, no, you've been reborn, essentially. Yeah. You, you literally, I mean, I had this girl on, I haven't released this episode yet, but a friend of mine, and her name is Chris Emmer, and she was reading this thing out of a book that she's been reading called Matrescence. Uh-huh. And Matrescence is all about how literally after you have a baby, your mind literally goes through like a rebirth. Like your mind literally, like there's Whoa. science behind that your brain changes and your brain like adjusts to the fact that you just had a baby and like yeah. it changes everything going on. So if you're literally being reborn, how are you supposed to function the same person? Yeah. Like, you know what I mean? It's like, it's crazy. It's crazy. Yeah. What's it called? The, Matrescence. Matrescence? Yeah. Matrescence. I was reading all about it and I'm like, this is wild. And yeah. like, it literally is all about the science behind your brain because in the day the brain is what controls us right? yeah yeah so it talks about how your brain changes it's pretty cool it is pretty cool and yeah. it's actually like i'm trying to embrace it now and be like wow i'm trying to feel empowered by this now now that i'm 14 and a half months out i'm past my postpartum mm-hmm. depression thank god still have my moments but like way over that helm yeah did you go get therapy or anything i got therapy i went and talked to people i had did a lot of meditation yeah. i did a lot of self-work meditation is the shit isn't it i it's used to like make thing. fun of it so years I, ago i'd be like so okay I, I can't do that so like i can't shut my brain up no it, it's the greatest thing. It is. It's mm-hmm. the best thing you can do for yourself. Yeah. Like if it's two minutes, five minutes. You do where you're listening to someone. You do it by yourself. Like whatever it mm-hmm. is, it's like it's. Do you do it every day? No, I wish. Yeah. I try. And I, you know what? I said to Justin last night, I'm like, you know what? I was like spinning out of control the last few days. And I'm like, you know what that means? Time to meditate. Yep. So today mm-hmm. I got to find time. Well, to and meditate. it's like the stories we tell our brains that are like not true half the time. Like, yes. e- like you're not accomplishing anymore by stressing out. But I think no. that we, we associate, we, we associate pain with hard work and like right. you can also be relaxed and still be working hard yes. and like, and you're still not, be getting success. Yeah. You're actually probably w- like going to like in a relaxed state of mind, be more successful attract more good things than being like ah, like a psycho like right. but our brain somehow just thinks like okay i'm if if i'm depleted or i'm tired or whatever right. this must mean i'm this really must, working hard i know and, and like, that's no. like the worst thing you can do for yourself no it's so dumb i know i know we, and we all do it and yeah like, and i noticed too especially as a mom i i defeat the heck out of myself mm-hmm. all the time and then i'm like why am i losing my mind and i'm like oh because i'm completely depleted i haven't yeah. done anything for myself and the, and the stuff that you say to yourself like i hate yep. myself i got acne i yep. got that whatever it's like you don't Terrible. need to talk to yourself like that right. or like it's i know it's like if your friend talked to you that way you'd be like i'm not being friends with you anymore totally yeah, yeah. but we yeah. talk to ourselves yeah. like that all the time yeah i know isn't it crazy you would never talk to your daughter like that you right. want her to feel good yes yeah. i know mm-hmm. and yet i know and that's another thing too i'm working on i'm like trying to teach
teach myself because I need to be a good example mm-hmm. for Amelia because yeah. when she goes through her own stuff as a girl she's yeah like, you don't want to like no. you don't want her to grow up like with a mom that's like constantly talking yes. about like dieting or yeah. hating herself or something because right. that rubs off yeah and, and and they see that and so I'm trying to teach myself like it's okay that like I'm not where I was before and it's okay like what I you know being a public figure mm-hmm. like I have to go out to red carpets and I have moments where I'm like I don't want to be here I am looking at every freaking girl here who's got mm-hmm. Botox out the ass and like good for you live your best yeah. life but like I can't do that anymore don't just don't and look at it I know that's like my like I'm, I'm actually working on a book right now that kind of is really? like yeah it's about having like um like not delusional self-confidence because it's not delusional is the wrong word but yeah. just like how to just stay in your lane and I just like that just have confidence and be okay with like yeah things change you get older yes. or like you Life gain changes. weight you gain yeah. weight sometimes doesn't mean you can't lose it like right. big deal yes. like right. there's this so many more important right. things and yeah. like if you find yourself like looking at other women or like comparing yourself on Instagram mute those people yep. unfollow them yep. like do what you have to do because there's no point in torturing yourself and feeling like shit I know and it's and so th- true and it's like it's so needed to say that because I have to tell myself all the time comparison is like the death the of worst your soul thing you can do. it literally is like it's yeah. the death of your soul like, I, you I try to live my life like 98% like jealousy free where like mm-hmm. I don't pay attention to what other people yeah. do I'm happy for them cool right. and if I find myself slipping into a zone where yes. I'm comparing myself I just won't care yep. I can't do it. No. We, and we, I, I had to do the same thing. It's like I had, so like when you were asking what I did for my postpartum depression, like I went and got help. I started from a therapist. I mm-hmm. did meditation. And then I got off social media for two months. I, Good. Talked, I turned to my social media team and I said, here's the pictures. You guys post. Mm-hmm. Do whatever you can. If you have questions for me or someone has comments and need me to say something organically, but like, I'm yeah. out. I got to yeah. go dark. I got to like be, yeah, a little yeah. self-care. And, yeah. And I, and I even said, we posted certain photos. Like I, you know, said like, hey guys, I'm going dark right now. Like I let people know what was going on because I was like, I, I can't function. I'm literally mm-hmm. staring at all these moms. No shame to them. Like, that's great that they can be, look that perfect or their body looks amazing five days after giving birth. Good for you. I'm yeah. so happy, but I can't do that's it. Like, awesome genetics. Staring. Great for you. Right. I'd be, st- or you have a trainer or yeah. you know, whatever. Or you have a nanny full time that makes your life crazy yeah. so that you can do all these postings and you can create all this content. Mm-hmm. Like I am in, I am on this island by myself with Amelia, like yeah. making it work, you know? Mm-hmm. And it's like, I can't look at those moms mm-hmm. and compare and be like, why can't I do that today? Why doesn't my stuff look like that? Mm-hmm. Because it's terrible. So mm-hmm. I have. I've had to unfollow. I've had to mute. Mm-hmm. I've had to just get off social. And it's hard because I've had moments where I'm like, is it okay that I get off social? I'm an influencer. And I'm like, yes, it's okay. Because like fine. you said, it's self-care. Yeah. Like you have Sometimes to. Sometimes taking a break's good. Like yes. people, like when you're constantly shoving yourself down right. people's throats all the time, it's probably nice when like they're right. like, you oh, okay. They're like yeah. oh, okay, you're not posting 24-7. Yeah. Yeah. I know it's crazy and yeah. I, I love hearing that you're like writing about this and like you also go through this someone who's not a mom but just mm-hmm. as a woman like yeah. something that like you deal with because I think just women in general go through it and they don't mm-hmm. talk about it yeah because and everyone's so don't... afraid of being like I have to I look weak to you or I look vulnerable to yeah. you and it's like oh that's such a bs no like, there's a lot of I mean Brene Brown that, right like, there's yeah. a lot of strength and yes. vulnerability mm-hmm. like it's like it's just who cares right who cares yeah and like there's so many people that like Perfection doesn't necessarily guarantee you're going to, and obviously, and what is perfection? But that doesn't right. guarantee you're going to be exempt from like pain in life or just oh, even no. like have a time like the uh, less attractive girl or a less whatever who has more confidence is far more and successful, that, anyways. Yep, like exactly. Yeah. And they, with like men, with career, with everything. With everything. Like, yeah, there's a lot that goes into feeling like you need to be like 
beautiful and perfect all the time. Like, I don't want to be like that. No, I'm, I'm with you. I've had like, to also, like, uncheck that box and be mm-hmm. like, you know what? I was in that space for a hot minute between being on Bravo and doing all this other stuff and being around celebrities. And I'm like, you know what? I'm okay just being me. Yeah. I'm okay with, like, where I am. I'm okay with, like, what I've built. I'm okay with where I'm going. And I have to just, like, remind myself mm-hmm. of that, you know? Mm-hmm. And it's like, but it's, again, it's the it's the bad self-talk. Yeah. You know? And there's, like, and you have to just be okay with where you are because there's nothing you can do about it, first right. of all. I mean, you can obviously improve, sure. but, like, in the right. exact moment, in like, this is, like, this is, accept where you are. Yeah. And then there's no reason why, like, today has to be anywhere the same as tomorrow or whatever like you can change everything but like you have to accept where you are and not just like be like why is this happening to me or why do I not have that yep you know I know and and it's so true and it's like I I have to like yesterday like I was gonna post a bunch of stuff and I just felt so uninspired and I was like nope you know what I'm just gonna go to bed I'm gonna cry and get it out Mm -hmm. I'm just gonna go to sleep and tomorrow's a new day and tomorrow I'll post tomorrow I'll catch up and I'm not gonna make myself insane Mm -hmm. and make myself feel guilty about this because it's not worth it Mm -hmm. you know and I have to tell myself that and like give myself that grace and be like it's okay Okay, mm-hmm. I will do it tomorrow. I don't have to feel like I have to do it today. But like yeah. sometimes I get in that zone where it's like, it must be done right now. It must be done. It must be done. Mm-hmm. It's like when you go in that that slippery slope. That's yeah. when you get in that like, okay, what's going on? And yeah, you get like you almost like almost don't feel like yourself. You just yeah. like get lost in this like mm-hmm. whatever that world is. You know, it's so crazy that like the that like the rate of like depression and things have gotten up gone up oh so God, much because so of social much. media. Like, yeah, isn't it crazy? I mean, I love that it's a tool that we can like create businesses from and everything but like part of me wishes it didn't even exist like I think it's just so unhealthy especially for young people it's like it's it really is unhealthy I've even told Justin I'm like we're gonna have to decide what we want (laughs) so we were saying like social media is just like it can be so consuming and it can Mm -hmm. be so overwhelming and I was telling Justin like we're gonna have to make a decision about potentially like when is Amelia allowed to be on and like Mm -hmm. I created an account for her now as a baby just like make it fun and like be able to be like hey how cute she looks and like yeah this is what's going so on cute. thank you and like this is what's going on this is what's happening but it's like for real like I have to really think about down the road yeah. like I'm gonna run her account mm-hmm. for a certain amount of time and like when will we allow her on social because it's no joke like yeah. the fact that it affects us like this as adults yeah, totally totally it's I mean their little I minds like you should have your kids like, password too like yes you know, I, it's also just like there's so many creeps in the world oh, like it's terrible yeah, and like, the things people send them like all these horrible games of like how to hurt yourself I mean it's psychotic so like sad. it's so sad and it's all through social media mm-hmm. and it's crazy and it, it's funny because I had this conversation with my friend the other day and I was saying how I used to make fun of like my, my grandma and like different people used to say to me life used to be so simple life used yeah. to be so simple and I'd be like oh yeah yeah now I'm like wow yeah, it really it was must have been nice yeah, yeah it really was because well I mean we're even at that age where like when or we're the generation where like we didn't have any of that when we were like little right. kids like, no. we actually just played right. and did things like, yeah and yeah. now parents I mean again no shame but parents hand them a screen mm-hmm. I try really really hard to not hand Amelia my phone unless we're FaceTiming like my parents or Justin's yeah. parents she wants to hold the phone and talk to them and mm-hmm. see them like I really don't give her my phone unless we're somewhere like at a restaurant and she's in full blown mental and I can't get her to calm down yeah. that's my last resort like you've nursed you've fed you've got everything you're yeah. still in full blown and we're still out and yeah. it's not fair to other people in the restaurant and we're still trying to eat like yeah. my phone is not up close to you but it's like in your vision so yeah. you can watch your show I turn on little baby bob like her little baby show yeah. and that's it you it's know it's so hard though like cause I, I was I've been around um just someone I used to date and his his sister, but she was a single mom and she had three kids. And it's like, I get it when she just would hand them a screen or whatever, but yep. 
one of her kids was so disconnected, so unbelievably like that she didn't know how to talk. And yeah. she was like, I mean, she could talk, but like sure. she didn't know how to like actually interact without like a screen in front of her. Like mm-hmm. she didn't know how to exist in the world. And I was like, it was really sad. I, I, but then again, like the poor mom, like what's she right? What are you supposed kids? to do? Alone, like, yeah. And that's the thing. It's like, it's again, it's like any of like mom guilt and mm-hmm. then it's like this, the back and forth, but it's so hard, but I'm trying so hard because I even noticed when Amelia, when the TV is not on, mm-hmm. I noticed she's like such a better baby and mm-hmm. I noticed she's like so much more like happy and she's not overstimulated or if I mm-hmm. put a show on for her because I have to get work done it's for like an hour to an hour and a half max I mm-hmm. notice she starts to get like extra crazy or she gets like really fussy or pulling on me or whatever mm-hmm. and I'm like it's always when the show is on longer than it should be and I realized like I left it on in the background didn't realize it was still on mm-hmm. and it could be a coincidence but I tell Justin I'm like nope I really believe she's overstimulated so mm-hmm. it's because so much is going on it's mm-hmm. because she's like glued to the screen like mm-hmm. you know and it's like same with us right we're on our computer screens we're on our phone mm-hmm. there's a reason why now you're seeing all these blue light glasses yeah. blue light screen and because we're realizing that blue light is literally killing us yeah. I mean literally yeah. like you affecting know affecting your sleep it's, it's affecting like, everything mm-hmm. and your melatonin like is your happiness it's like it all contributes and mm-hmm. then you wonder why again we're so depressed as a society we're so this we're so that yeah. you know and it's like it's it's crazy and then being a mom I'm like how do I make things better like how do I fix you know it's, yeah. it's like I think you just do the best you can yeah. honestly yeah. it's like you can't be perfect no you cannot be perfect yeah. and when you try to be it's like again you. more of my mom advice I love it no but you're right I don't have kids <laughs> no but you're right though it's like it's good advice just as a human like mm-hmm. you can't be perfect you can't yeah. fix everything you can just do the best you can do yeah and, and that's especially it. like like I like thinking about like like single moms and stuff like they can't compare themselves no. to someone that has a totally different situation of than course them. not like their situation that's, that's is very their situation yeah. yes and that's and I love that you said that too because like at the end of the day your situation and whatever you're doing is yours mm-hmm. and like no matter what you see online no matter what you was portrayed to you no matter what it is mm-hmm. that that is a highlight reel usually yeah totally 100%. <laughs> I mean and I'm guilty of that too even though I still show the real and raw it's still a highlight reel because it's mm-hmm. still the, my rawest but prettiest moment versus yeah. not totally and that's just what social media has become yeah and it's like what's happening in the day-to-day like you don't know you don't know what's happening at that person's home you don't know what help they have or don't have like you don't know so Mm -hmm. you can't judge and you can't critique yourself and say oh my god I'm comparing myself to this mom or I'm comparing myself to this other girl it's like no I can't because I don't even know what's going on with that yeah and Mm -hmm. you shouldn't in the first place yeah totally you know yeah you know yeah you never know right it is a highlight reel it really is and it's gotten to be I mean I try so hard like even with what I write and I know I write novels but it's like I do it because I'm like trying to express like yeah hey this is what's going on thank you I try because I'm like Okay, and that's again like why Strip Down was born. I was like, I want to have these real podcasting is a good format. Yeah, to real authentic conversations Mm -hmm. or for things that people need to talk about and share and like be able like even with you as my friend and like everything like how you're like when you got here before we even started podcasting, you're like, I get why you went through postpartum depression. I get why you felt the way you did. Like Mm -hmm. you went through so much in your birth, and I'm like, oh, thank you so much for saying that because Mm -hmm. so many people don't get it or they don't want to pretend to get it. It's literally physical trauma on your body. Right, it's a big deal. It's a big deal. Birthing a human is no mm-hmm. joke, you know? But again, via social, it's like, look it's at me. It's magical. And, and, so, and, yeah. and it is. Don't get me wrong. It is so magical. Mm-hmm. Like, And actually, for me, to be honest, everyone thinks I'm crazy. For the first 30 hours of my birth, nat- 
naturally, I felt like the most connected to her. I felt like I could feel everything, but like not in this painful way. Like it was just this constant mm-hmm. weird connection. Then when I was put on like a toast and a epidural and drugs and taken to the hospital and the whole thing because I had an intervention from my birth center and the whole nine yards, mm-hmm. like that's when for me, yeah. the pain set in. That's when for me, the trauma set in. That's mm-hmm. when my serene world went to. Yeah. And you're also in a hospital and like yes. that's never fun. Uh, no, yeah. Never. And I have anxiety with hospitals as is. So that yeah. added a whole that thing for me, you know? Mm-hmm. And so like all of that. So it's like you go through all of that and then you're supposed to just be like, hey, mm-hmm. I look so pretty today and here I am. Yeah. I got mom. my makeup done for this right. photo that I took yeah. down birth. So right. Whatever. Right. You know, it's, it's so crazy. Yeah. No. And uh, I, I did it and mm-hmm. I, because I wanted, no, yeah. but I wanted those photos, but I told my photographer, I was like, don't try to, because my stomach was huge in those photos. So I had just given birth. Like I looked like I was still pregnant. And she mm-hmm. was like, do you want me to do anything? And I was like, no, I'm like, I, ju- I just gave birth. Like just whatever it is. With it. And people even commented like, like, oh, are you still pregnant here? And I'm like, the baby's clearly in my arms. Oh my God. <laughs> oh yeah. No, people are horrible. People like, are awful. I would go out somewhere like to like Kohl's just to, like yeah. to go somewhere and they'd be like, oh, how far along are you? And I want to punch someone in the face. Cause I'm like, I just gave birth two weeks ago. I barely had the strength to even get out of the house, barely even walk because I don't even have the, I'm, I'm not even supposed to be really walking, but I'm just yeah. like doing it just to get out for a minute. My mom's yeah. driving me Yeah. and you're saying, oh, how far along oh are you guys? God. I'm just holding don't, my don't baby. Don't mention it. Thank you. People, don't, don't mention it. Don't say it. anything. Oh Unless you literally see a, a, a foot kick. Don't say a word. Like, if yeah. you actually have, like, con- concrete proof that someone's pregnant, just don't say anything. So unbelievable. People. It is. And then some people are just, they're just large and they're just mm-hmm. fat. And then someone says they're pregnant. It's like, don't say anything don't say unless anything. you just know. It's not nice. Unless you really know. Yeah. Like, it's, that used to drive me crazy because I, again, took me a long time to go down. My stomach yeah. was, like, months and months. People were like, oh, are you are you pregnant again? And no, I'm still dealing with losing oh the weight. God. Thank you don't, so much. It, like, how do people not know? <laughs> right? I'm like, there's a baby in my arms. But, yeah, yeah no, I'm, I'm already pregnant with the next one. Like, Ugh. People are so stupid. So yeah. I know we have to wrap this up, but is there anything like as far as we talk about like balance or like self-care, like with your social or anything like that you'd want to share with like our listeners of like what helps you or any kind of like tips or things like you do or yeah. anything like that? I mean, I think the biggest thing is what we were just talking about is don't compare yourself to others. Like yeah. stay in your lane. You're yeah. like running your own race. I love that. Like, stay your own and, lane. and it's, it's okay. Like every stage of where you're at in your life is okay. And it doesn't mean that's permanent. And it will like, obviously like you were like, I had cystic acne and right. I hated myself. Your skin's perfectly clear now. That Thank was God. just a point in time. Oh my God. And know? it was horrible. I mean, and it I probably had, like, just makes blown. you appreciate now like how great your skin looks. Oh, it's it does. Like, and I and I work so hard for my yeah. good skin now. I'm like no yeah. longer just go to sleep and like whatever I do. It's like yeah. no, now I work on my skin. Yeah, and you would never necessarily be as appreciative of it. It's true. Yeah. And it's I mean, it, it, I feel like that's anything in life, right? Mm-hmm. It's like unless you go through something you're not as appreciative. Yeah. So it's like 100%. So it, that's that's really good advice. Well, I was so excited to have you on Thank my you. show. This you was were, really fun. It was fun. And yeah. of course I'm going to put in the show notes, but just tell everyone of course where they can find you, where they can find your podcasts, all that good yeah. stuff. Yeah. Um both my all my social media is at Rachel N O'Brien. That's R A C H A E L N O B R I E N. It reads like Rachel No Brian, <laughs> but it's my middle initial. And then my podcast is called Be Here for a While, and I have another one called Screwed Up Stories. Yes, that's that's the one yeah. with your friend, right? The second uh-huh. one. And then my show dates are on my website. Rachel I was going to say your, your comedy show. Mm-hmm. Okay, so that's all on my website. Now I'll put all those links in the show notes. But thank you so much for being here. Thank you. So this was really fun. Cheers. It's a good combo. Yay. Bye.